Alrighty, hey, hey, hey to my beautiful friends and maybe new listeners turning on this podcast today. I am so excited to kick off the new year with a new series where I'm bringing people that I look up to onto this podcast to talk, just chat with them a little bit. And my first guest is Courtney Ostrowski. She is someone that I started taking her yoga classes at Charleston Power Yoga when I was in college. And she was actually doing a man cleanse at the time. And I followed her and was just obsessed with everything she was doing. From the time I met her, she has been a light. And so she's really one of those people that attracts you. You want to be around her. You want to know more about her, which is why I'm pumped she's going to be on the show. And then I grew in the yoga community and we became friends. I actually was a guest on one of her yoga retreats out on Lake Kiwi. And that was a dream moment because she asked me to be a guest teacher and I got to go on the retreat for free. And it was just so exciting and felt like a dream life to be there. And she put on an amazing retreat. So highly, highly. I couldn't say enough good things about her. And we'll have to ask her if there's a retreat coming up because she is so gifted at leading these retreats. I thought it was really special. She is a 1,000 plus hour certified yoga teacher. You do not hear that a lot, so that is amazing. She's a Lululemon Legacy Ambassador, an international retreat leader, host of the Unique Way podcast, which is so good, so listen and get to know her more. She's a human design reader, a massage therapist, and a women's empowerment coach living in Charleston, South Carolina, and she's also my friend, and I'm so happy that you guys get to hear from her today. Alrighty, just caught up with Courtney a little bit. Courtney, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. I love your podcast and you just always have such positive messages. They really bring light to my day. So happy to be here. Oh, thank you. So I just told everyone about your man cleanse. Mm -hmm. So I want to ask you about that to Mm -hmm. start off. But can you share with us just a little bit about what, what you're up to, what you're doing? Yeah. So you know me. I do a lot of things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but truly right now, like my number one focus is on the podcast. So the Unique Way podcast is such a passion project of mine. I love highlighting people's unique stories and messages and perspectives. And really in 2023, that's going to be one of my major focuses in my business. But I also have, you know, bodywork clients, yoga clients, um, you know, just bought a home. So life is full. Life is beautiful. I'm feeling so blessed and really inspired for the new year and just having a fresh start. Yay. I love that. Awesome. So I brought you on the show because I have a lot of people and myself included have questions about boundaries. What are boundaries? How do we set them, especially in the hard situations? So tell us a little bit about this man cleanse. When I I was in college, I feel like you got really popular on social media, even more (laughs) like she was already super popular, but then because it was so interesting and you really were sharing it. Mm -hmm. And to me, that just says you set these boundaries for yourself, Mm -hmm. for your own health, and you really stayed true to them. Yeah, I think, you know, a boundary is a dividing line between what's okay and what's not okay. And it protects your energy. It protects, you know, your values, like things that are important to you. So 
for me with the man cleanse, I had dated someone for two years. It was really rocky. It was really exhausting. And by the end of it, I was just like, I have got to set some boundaries in my life because I felt like I lost myself in that relationship. And so for me, setting a boundary was like, I'm not going to date for three months. I'm not going to drink alcohol for three months. And for me, I'm such an all or nothing person. It's really important that I set boundaries because I'm not good at moderation. And Mm -hmm. I, I just like a really like I like a really clear boundaries that I know, okay, this is what I'm working with. These are the action steps that I can take. And this is how I'm going to protect my energy. You know, boundaries, I think a lot of people get them confused with walls. And I like to use the example of like a candle. If you have like a candle lit with no boundaries, no walls, no nothing, it's going to burn out, right? There's no protection. But if you put like a big bowl over a candle, that would be like a wall. Like nothing can get in, but nothing can get out. And then it's going to burn out as well because it doesn't Mm. have air. But like a healthy boundary would be like a beautiful vase around the candle, right? So you have protection, but like your light can still shine and there's still a a give and receive of energy. So for me, um, yeah, setting those really clear boundaries allowed me to focus on myself, my mental health, my well-being, my fitness. And it was really, really powerful. Like, how I felt when I started compared to how I felt at the end was night and day. And yeah, a lot of people were interested because I don't think, I don't think a lot of people give themselves the opportunity to really just be alone sometimes mm-hmm. and focus on themselves. And, you know, I think even there's like a little bit of a stigma around women in their thirties and being on your own, but I'm like, let's embrace yes. it. Like I felt empowered and I felt really proud of myself that I set these boundaries and goals and I was able to achieve them. And I, yeah, it just, it helped like it literally every part of my life. Oh, that's amazing. And one yeah. thing I love about you, which I'm having people on the show who I look up to and mm-hmm. I look up to you so much is your commitment to health, Mm -hmm. yourself, and mind, body, spirit. Mm -hmm. I feel like you value that for yourself so much because you've seen the Mm -hmm. difference it's made. So like from that man cleanse and even now in Mm -hmm. your life, how do you, what would you say is maybe your top three things Mm health-wise, mind, body, spirit that you've learned are so important to you? A non-negotiable even. Yeah, it's funny because... I know so many wellness tricks, hacks, tools, practices, but at the end of the day, I think we really need to keep it simple. And I think for me, it's the most simple things that create the biggest impact in my life. One being sunshine, getting out in nature, fresh air, like that is non-negotiable. If I'm not outside and even this time of year, I really struggle because it's dark really early and you know, it's cold. I'm such a sun goddess, (laughs) but like, a non-negotiable is like being outside in nature, mm-hmm. eating clean food. Again, we hear this all the time. It, I'm like, I sound like a broken record, I'm sure, but like, it's so important for how I feel and um, movement. Like moving mm-hmm. my body, whether it's a dance party or a yoga class, or like I'm dancing with you tonight at Seacoast. I'm yes. so excited. Um, but those three things are just so simple and it's something that we all can do every day that literally physically mentally energetically makes such a big difference so I'm not going to have a fancy response for that question but yeah those three things non-negotiable 
I love how simple that is because mm-hmm. it's true. And mm-hmm. it's like we try to make it this bigger thing. Yeah, or complicate it. We, we don't have to overcomplicate it. At all, it. <laughs> and you don't need to. Yeah. Okay, so I love this boundaries quote I found mm-hmm. by Anna Taylor. Mm-hmm. She says, Love yourself enough to set boundaries. Your time and energy are precious, and you get to decide how you use them. You teach people mm-hmm. how to treat you mm-hmm. by deciding what you will and won't accept. And one thing I feel like kind of maybe, what's the word, just sticking it to Mm -hmm. to it, but Mm -hmm. it's like stop asking people why they keep doing it and start asking why you keep allowing it. Yes. I think that's so powerful. And, you know, one of the, I don't know if I've heard this before or or if I made it up, but (laughs) (laughs) like the only people that are going to mind you enforcing healthy boundaries are the ones that are benefiting from you having none. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's very interesting and kind of along the same lines of that quote. And it's like, we, if we don't establish healthy boundaries, people are going to step all over us because we're not establishing them. So they don't know where the boundaries are. So then they're Mm -hmm. confused. We feel bitter. Like it's just not a good thing. So I think the first step is really having awareness around what are my boundaries? What are my values? What is important for me to protect? Where do I need to be honest with myself first so that then I can communicate those to other people? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people think, well, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or I want to be of service and, and help. And it's like, you know, that's fine. But what I found is in enforcing boundaries, people actually actually respect me more. Mm-hmm. Like I've had this um, conversation with a client. She had my phone number and she was like texting me to the point where I was like, okay, I need to establish a boundary here because she's a coaching client. We have calls scheduled, but the texting is getting out of hand. And I had to tell her like, we're going to talk about this on our call. And I was very direct. I wasn't mm-hmm. rude, but direct. And she was like, wow you're a boundary (laughs) boss. And I was like, actually, yes. And I said, thank you. And she told me that that actually, and we lead by example, right? Like I can't coach women around setting boundaries and then not have them. Mm -hmm. So we lead by example. And then that actually um, showed her how she can do that in her life. And so it was like a really good opportunity to just be clear and direct and also realizing that she respected me more because of it. So It's not a negative act. It's a positive act of self-care and Mm -hmm. for others. I remember a boundary I had to set once was actually blocking someone. And it wasn't like it was a horrible situation or Mm -hmm. or anything. And I remember saying, well, I don't want it to seem like I don't care about them or this or that. And my sister just said, Julia, this is a positive act for your mental health and your well-being and it made a huge difference in my life yeah and I heard a quote recently that said what you say no to determines the success of what you say yes to oh yes mic drop right (laughs) and so it's like you're saying no to maybe this relationship that's not serving you but that's giving you the energy and the space to say yes to those relationships that are serving you and that fill you up and and that's the case with anything whether it's a boundary around alcohol or a friendship or work or family you know it's it's so important that we understand that everything has a cost. So when you're overextending yourself, when you're saying yes to everything, like that has a cost. It's not just, 
we have this infinite supply of energy and time, you know? Yes. <laughs> so saying no might to some people feel jarring or like negative, but it's really not because it's saying yes to the things that matter and that yes. you want to like really invest in. So it's actually very positive. Oh, you're amazing. You're just <laughs> speaking to me. Like yes. I needed this well, today. And me too. Like <laughs> I'm into this stuff because I had to really work on it. Yes. And I think I'm at a point where I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm going to pat myself on the back. I feel like I'm pretty good at Yay. it, but it took a while to get here yes. for sure. So even before you said kind of that step one, mm-hmm. I feel like for some people there could be a little step before it of mm-hmm. how do I know if I need a boundary? Yeah. I think if you're ever feeling bitterness or resentment towards people in your life, that's a really good opportunity to be like, okay, I need mm-hmm. to reel it in and see where am I overextending myself? Where am I overcommitting? Where am I giving more of myself and not feeling an equal like reciprocation, mm-hmm. you know? And so I think those are some opportunities like bitterness, resentment, um, being tired all the time to kind of like reel it in and look at like your energy output and look at um, in areas where you're maybe not receiving or allowing yourself to rest. And that can just be a really good opportunity to like, okay, let's fine tune that area or that relationship and get clear on what I need to feel whole and complete. Mm. And like, I'm protecting my energy. Yes. And the word that came to my mind too, is your inner peace. Yes. Kind of checking in on that inner mm-hmm. peace with people hanging out or continuing mm-hmm. to do what you're already doing. Is it stealing your peace or yes. giving to your peace? Yes. And then you might need that boundary. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. Once I feel like even people listening, even myself, I think, okay, I do need to evaluate what you just said. Mm-hmm. So if maybe a person comes to mind mm-hmm. or what else? Okay, not only people, but yeah. you mentioned alcohol, mm-hmm. a habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you can have boundaries around your time, what you're consuming, whether it's social media or alcohol mm-hmm. or TV. You can have boundaries with people. You can have boundaries with work. I mean, I have to have boundaries with myself. Like, yeah. for instance, like the man cleanse or, you know, like being boundaried around time, I think is so important. You know, time is so precious. We, we all have the same amount of time in a day. And I think a lot of us don't realize how much of our time we're investing in things that really aren't important to us. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like a huge theme for me, um, right now is realizing how much of my time I'm really just wasting away Yeah, (laughs) and being boundaried around like, okay, like where your time and your money goes really shows you what you value in life. So if you want to know like what you really value, look at where you're spending your time, look at where you're spending your money and that's going to show you. And I think it might be a little shocking to some of us, myself included. Like I'm, I'm really looking into that on my own. Um, so yeah, even money boundaries around your Mm. savings, boundaries around where you're spending, you know, like we were talking about the harbinger. (laughs) I live right around the corner from the harbinger and it's like, I can easily <laughs> drop $5 on a cookie every day, but <laughs> that's but that's not really in alignment with my health and wellness goals. So, you know, having a boundary where maybe it's to treat once a week. Yes, um, that boundary. So you can get really creative with it, but um, 
I think it's just important to bring it back to, like you said, that inner peace and also just like what you truly value. And like for me, I value health and wellness. So eating cookies every day isn't in alignment with that. (laughs) So like just being honest with yourself around that stuff Mm -hmm. and then starting small too. I feel like if we come at this with like, oh my God, a complete rehaul of my life and I've got to make all these boundaries, like start small and then build on it. Mm-hmm. And you'll also develop that muscle because for many people, setting boundaries is hard, whether mm-hmm. it's with themselves or with others. But it's like any muscle, the more you use it, the stronger it becomes. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like your default mode. It's not even hard. And it's a practice. Yes. you got to practice setting them mm-hmm. and keeping them in place. So yeah. just like you said, now you're patting yourself on the back, mm-hmm. but you didn't start there. No. So we'll grow to there. For sure. And mm-hmm. that's what's cool about it is it is a journey and you know yeah we all got to start somewhere Mm -hmm. so wherever you are on on that path is great (laughs) we all have to start from day one and and then build it and I think like a lot of boundary setting for me um I realized I was making it all about me like if it wasn't for me this wouldn't happen or Um, I have to do everything or it won't get done or, Mm -hmm. and what I realized is that's actually a very egocentric way to live because Mm -hmm. actually the world does not revolve around me. The world will still turn if I'm not at the helm. Like, and so what I've realized is a lot of people think it's about people pleasing, like, or they don't want to hurt other people's feelings, but really it's we're living in our ego. Like yeah. the whole world is going to crumble if I don't do all of this. If I don't say, go to that party yes. I was invited to, like, I'm, I'm not going to be there. Like I'm not going to go to the party. I'm going to hurt everyone's feelings. Yeah. And it's like, actually, it's not that big of a deal. The party will still be great. You don't have to lose sleep over it. There's other people but, that are going. Yes. And like sometimes when you step down, someone else will step up, right? Like mm-hmm. if, if you have so much on your plate and you need to take something off or delegate something out, like usually someone will step up or maybe it's not necessary at all. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Okay. Yeah. So if I'm listening mm-hmm. and based on everything you just said, I mean, right away, it's like darts being thrown yes. at, okay, <laughs> I do need a boundary here. My piece mm-hmm. is being stolen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, could you give examples of like, mm-hmm. what are boundaries and how do we practically mm-hmm. put them into place and actually yeah. do them? I think if it's around a relationship or people, I think it's important to be really clear on what it is that you need, what it is that you need to protect your peace or to um, protect the the integrity of the relationship. You know, because I think some relationships with people are good. We just need to implement boundaries to make them even better. And then some relationships are actually just draining us and stealing our joy and our peace. And we actually, a boundary might be, like you said, to block them or to have a conversation of like, I need to take a step away or whatever. Um, But I think it's, for me, it's sometimes helpful to have like an accountability buddy where I'm like, hey, hold me accountable to have this hard conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, I need to implement this boundary. Sometimes it helps me too to even like, just journal, like write out like what Mm -hmm. I need to share or just kind of get my thoughts on paper and kind of organize my thoughts around like having that conversation or what I really need. Um, but like in regards to like fitness or something, I mean, a boundary could simply be like, you know, I'm going to go to yoga instead of pressing snooze 
you know, on Monday mornings. (laughs) And I also, again, like writing these things down, I think is really helpful. I think of writing things down, like signing a sacred contract Mm -hmm. with yourself. So maybe at the beginning of the week or the month or the new year, you write down boundaries that you want to enforce Mm -hmm. and then you take it a step further. And I like to start with like how I want to feel. So like I'm going to enforce this boundary because it's going to make me feel peaceful. Mm -hmm. And then you make an actionable step. Okay. How can I actually take that feeling that I want to create and have a boundary that's actionable that I can implement immediately. Mm-hmm. And then you just have to stick with it. You yes. know, I don't know if I got gran- granular enough for you, no, on I that, like but that. I feel like it's, it's such an interesting topic because you can have boundaries around literally anything. Yeah, you really can. But like writing it down, having the hard conversations, maybe having someone holding you accountable mm-hmm. um, or writing the time spent. Or yes. The- or if you need boundaries, I'm going to work 9 mm-hmm. to 5. I answer emails yep. 9 to 5, whatever yes. that is. But when it's 5.05, mm-hmm. I will not check my email. And I'm not going to answer people. Because the second you answer yep. someone, you're available. Totally. So they're going to expect and expect. And I always say, we're not robots. So no. set that time and you can answer 9 a.m. the yeah. next day. And as you do it and implement it, people know. Yeah. People just are like, oh, that's how it is. Yes. And the world still turns. And that yeah. actually brings up a good point around boundaries I think so many of us confuse or um, I don't know if that's the right word but we when we're working we're also playing and then when Mm. we're playing we're also working so especially with relationships like I don't know if you can relate to being in a relationship with someone where you're at dinner but they're on their phone doing work emails Mm. and then when they're at work they're scrolling on Instagram and it's like if we could just have clear boundaries around work is work time Mm -hmm. and especially for someone like myself that's self-employed, it can look like work all the time. Cause yeah, it's like, sure. I, it's a, I'm a one woman show, but I have to be very clear around work is work time. And then when I'm with like my boyfriend or my friends, work stops and I'm in presence and play and yeah. I'm, I'm focused on them. And I think that's another really hard boundary for people to set, but it might look like just putting your phone away or, mm-hmm. um, turning your notifications off or whatever you need to do to keep you focused at the task at hand and not blurring the lines of like work and life. And that makes your life feel more full because Mm -hmm. you can truly be in each moment Mm -hmm. and not feel like I'm working 24 seven and then you're burnt out. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. I feel like at least for me, but I feel like a lot of people, Mm -hmm. a boundary that can be really hard to set is a family boundary. So have you ever mm-hmm. had to set a family boundary or, and how did you hold it up mm-hmm. and kind of what could be an example of a family boundary? Yeah, this is interesting. I have a very unique relationship with my family. So my, like for instance, my dad is not in my life and for many years I really wanted him to be and I would reach out and mm-hmm. I would call And I would get nothing in return. And so that would leave me feeling really sad. And so for me, a boundary was like, I'm not going to reach out anymore. Yeah. Because it's so draining for me and I'm let down. (laughs) And that might be a little extreme for people, but that's my real life experience. But I think with families, boundaries are really hard because people care so deeply. Um, And I think we all have different ways of expressing our love and 
it's interesting because my mom is very much like me now where she's a bond, a boundary boss and she doesn't take things personally. And I'm so grateful for that because if I can't make it to something, she's like, it's all good. You know, my mom, Yeah, she's very kind of go with the flow, um, which I'm very blessed because I know some people's parents can be a little maybe overbearing Mm -hmm. or, um, like expect a lot of them. And so I don't have a lot of experience Mm -hmm. around boundaries with family, but I know that that can be very challenging. But I think if you express your needs, your desires, your boundaries in a way that is loving, in a way that you share with them, maybe an alternative. Um, So it's not just like, you know, screw you, this doesn't work, I'm out. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, love the the delivery can be really powerful in, in the effect that they get out of that conversation. So it doesn't feel like you're just cutting them out or leaving them out or Mm -hmm. that you don't care. Like sharing it with love, I think is so important. And, um, I think especially around the holidays, this can be a big Mm -hmm. thing around time. And, you know, I I had a thought too around the holidays. Cause Mm -hmm. I know something common can be politics or something. Mm -hmm. And for me, Mm -hmm. I'm just not a big want to talk about politics person. And some people are, and that's totally okay if you're like that. Mm -hmm. But I found that if people are wanting to talk to me about it, I have set that boundary and I'll just say out out loud, sorry, like, or I don't even say sorry. I'll just say, I really don't personally like to talk about this, Mm -hmm. but you can ask someone else and see if they would want to. That's a great (laughs) example. Or if like, there's any topic of conversation that you don't agree with, you can simply excuse yourself. Yeah. You know, that's a great boundary. Mm -hmm. I love your response too. Like that's just not something I'm open to talking about (laughs) and pass the mic to the next. Yeah, just pass it to someone else. (laughs) And a boundary I thought of too for me, Mm because I've experienced it, is if you maybe have someone a little more negative. Mm -hmm. Actually, this goes into a question Mm -hmm. for Courtney. Mm -hmm. So guys, I told you already I went on Courtney's yoga retreat and one quality that I saw in Courtney specifically at the retreat, because I know she preached it, but then mm-hmm. I saw her doing it. Mm-hmm. So that was really powerful because you were leading by example, mm-hmm. was not talking negatively. Mm-hmm. You just never kind of went over the hill, went over the edge of just talking negatively about Mm -hmm. anyone, any really situation. Like you always just kind of remained so airy about Mm -hmm. it all. So last year, one of my resolutions that I did a podcast on was Mm -hmm. no gossip. Mm -hmm. No gossip. Because you kind of, if you're around a certain person, you'll kind of feel your tongue wanting to start going down. And I would just hold my tongue, take a deep breath and think, why? Yeah. And gossip can be a strong word, but just negative talk, Yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, if I know someone like that, but maybe it's family, so you don't want to cut them out of your life, yeah. I have a time boundary. Yes. I am aware of my time. And if, oh, I'm going to, if I'm going to talk to this person, it's going to be 20 minutes. Yep. Because I would notice after 20 minutes, then the conversation could dip that direction, you know? Yeah. So kind of that That's boundary. a great boundary. Yeah. Realizing I care for this person. I want them in my life, but like, I'm not going to be, I'm not okay with that kind of negativity or Mm -hmm. gossip. One of my spiritual teachers calls it noble speech of just like being noble with your speech. So you're not talking negatively about others. You're not gossiping. You are using your words to lift people up. Mm -hmm. And you know, I find that when you have that energy around people, people, 
try to match that to some degree sometimes. Like it's almost like you're raising the bar for the conversation and people want to meet you there. Mm -hmm. Some people don't. Like there's for sure some negative Nancys out there that just want to like wallow in their misery. (laughs) And they say misery loves company. But like, yeah, holding your your self at a high standard and not just talking the talk, but walking the walk, like you said, leading by example is really powerful. Um, And, you know, our words are a powerful creative energy, you know, Mm -hmm. the word spelling, it's like we're casting spells, like what we want to put out into the world. It starts with words, then it leads to actions and then our Mm -hmm. character. So, but yeah, I think back to the time with these people that might feel negative or like they're sucking your energy. That's a great boundary. Um, yeah, so good. And what you were saying, I was thinking too, if as far as talking negatively or whatever Mm -hmm. it is, if you're with someone and that happens, Mm -hmm. you can always just pause and even be like, I'm sorry you're feeling that way. And Mm -hmm. then change the subject. You don't have to keep feeding it. So I'll find that I'll just change the subject. And then we're talking about something new type thing. I find too, when people are negative or gossiping, we have a tendency to be like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. But like kind of making them victim. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'll just won't respond. I'll just stare. And I'll be like, (laughs) are you done yet? Like, <laughs> like I'm not going to play into that victim mentality because that's not empowering them. Yeah. Um, and if you're not feeding it there, eventually the subject will change. <laughs> so yeah, I know it really does change. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So as far, I have a few more final questions awesome. that aren't with boundaries, okay. but to close our boundary mm-hmm. conversation, I have a Brene Brown quote. Love. Daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves even when we risk disappointing others. Mm, Powerful. Yes, it's so true. She's good. She's so good. (laughs) Okay, so just a few questions to close out. But one, I wanted to share with everyone another thing I love about Courtney. So I said that doesn't talk negatively. That really shows how she is a true light and lifts people's up. I just love, I noticed this when I first met you, how open you are. And I feel like that just goes so beautifully with loving people. Even I'll notice kind of when you talk to someone and you notice their facial expression change because Mm -hmm. maybe they're judging you a little bit or something. And Courtney doesn't do that. She just remains in this open energy, open light. And she's truly Mm -hmm. so non-judgmental to all people, even to the point of walking into a church. When she got invited, she's so open that she's like, sure, I'll go. I'll try it out. Let me see how it goes. So kind of on your journey, maybe you've been like this from a young age, but my question is, how do you remain Mm -hmm. so open and loving to truly all people? I feel like it's partly just my nature, Mm -hmm. but it's like, what's the alternative to live closed off, to be in fear, to think life is out to get you, to think people are against you. You know, like I just don't feel like there's another alternative. I choose to see the the good in people. Mm -hmm. I choose to live in the light and like, I know that might sound a little like woo woo, oh, no. but like, we, we love okay. It. <laughs> I just, I really, I know that like what I 
send out into the world is also what I'm going to get back. So I want to put positivity out into the world. I want warmth. I want joy. Mm -hmm. I want, you know, and I'm also very sensitive. Like I met someone recently that was just really cold and my friend was like, no, that's just their personality. Like it wasn't personal. I'm like, yeah, but like, why? (laughs) Like, like, I just feel like life feels better when you're open and you're curious and you choose to like, put more love and light out into the world. You know, yes. I, I don't know if I'm answering your question, but no, I love thanks it. for all, I love all, it. all the, Preach I just it. really appreciate you sharing that too, though. It means, Aww. it means a lot. Well, that's who you are. And that's Thank why I you. wanted to have you on the show. So three questions to close. One, I'm just going to ask and just okay. see what you say. Yeah. <laughs> are you happy? Yes. I am very happy. <laughs> it's so funny though. Do you get the text from Pastor Greg? I need to. I okay. don't. He sent something today, and I'm sorry if I'm carrying on. I can talk your ear off. No, I want to. But he was talking about how happiness comes and goes, but like joy, joy is eternal. And I was really thinking about that today because it almost, to me, feels like happiness is kind of like more of the superficial stuff. Like mm-hmm. Julia's coming over today. I'm happy. Or like <laughs> I have this delicious matcha that makes me happy. But like joy is like a deep feeling like you're rooted in this joy that comes from more than the superficial. It's like having like, you know, this faith in a higher power that you're being guided, that you're, you know, on the right path, even if life throws you a curveball. But yes, I'm happy yes, and joyful. Joyous. You <laughs> yes, have joy. Tis the season, right? I love it. Mm-hmm. That's such a great answer. How do you define success? Ooh, good question. That's hard, I know. No, but it's so good because I think a lot of people think of success specifically in regards to career or finances. But for me, success is like thriving in my body, like feeling like if you don't have your health, you have nothing in my opinion. So it's like feeling healthy, feeling that I'm thriving in my relationships, feeling that my career is not only allowing me to make money, but like creating an impact. Um, Mm. my like relationships are whole and like, what else? Just feeling free. Mm. I feel like for me, success is feeling free because when I am like, (laughs) you love freedom, freedom. (laughs) Freedom. that for me is like, cause I feel like I'm not free if I have no money and I have no health and I have no friends and like, (laughs) right. Like for me, it's about freedom. Those things create a feeling of being free in my life and my body in this world. And that's like the ultimate success. That's beautiful. I love that. Okay. Last question. What advice would you have to your younger self? Mm. I think when I was younger, I had a lot of passion and drive and like I had no idea where to channel it so I was kind of like all over the place and felt like I had something to prove and was like zero to a hundred like there wasn't enough time so I would tell that person like slow down (laughs) all is coming and I would also tell that sweet girl that had a lot of pain and a lot of confusion and a lot of maybe even depression that like partying and numbing out and alcohol is not the answer. Mm. And I think I did a lot of that in my early twenties. Kind of, that was just what kids did. Like you're in college, you're partying. Like, but like I look back and I'm like, yeah, I was having fun and it never got out of hand. Like nothing terrible ever happened. But like, I just look back and I think about, wow, if I knew now what I knew 
if I knew then what I know now, like how different life would have been mm-hmm. um, and how I could have found true lasting joy and not just this temporary kind of like numbing out. Mm-hmm. So I think like ease off on the partying, all is coming, take your time. You don't mm-hmm. have anything to prove. Like, mm-hmm. you know, love yourself. Yes, those that's would be, beautiful. So that would be what I would share. <laughs> great, great questions. Thank You're you, such Courtney. a good interviewer. Well, thank you for coming mm-hmm. on the show and for my first true like yeah. interview. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you are the perfect me. one. Thank to break you so ice. much for having me. Love you. Love you so much. Well, there you have it, everyone. Now you know why I wanted Courtney on the show and why I look up to her and just appreciate her so much. To reach Courtney. Go to the Unique Way podcast. Such an awesome podcast. She just has a great voice and mind and way of asking questions. So it's the Unique Way podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can listen to a podcast. It's there. Give her a review. Write a little message. Tell her you're listening. She is also on Instagram. It's C-O-R-T-N-E-Y-1-0-8. And she talked about her coaching. So I mentioned to her, are you coaching people still? And she does take clients. And it's totally around your goals and what you need. She does one-on-one coaching. And she also does different courses. She coaches around health and fitness, wellness, relationships, a life reset, all the areas. So reach out to Courtney. I've linked all her links links in the podcast description. Please let me know if you want more of these. What did you think? Did this help you in any way? Always just trying to spread some love, spread light, and help our fellow humans doing this earth thing with us. All right. Love you guys. Thanks for listening.